everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Priyanka, and this is the Supply Chain Scoop, your midweek source of refreshing supply chain content and stories straight from titans in the industry. Today, we're in conversation with Guillermo Pardon, Chief Technology Officer at KStack. And we're going to be talking a lot of things around blockchain in logistics and supply chain. And I'm super excited. So let's get on. Hi there, Guermo. How's it going? And did I say your name right? Yes, you did. I'm doing really, really well. Thank you very much for having me. Why don't we start with an introduction to yourself? Yeah, definitely. So like you said, I'm, I'm Guillermo Pardona. I'm Chief Technology Officer at KStack. Um, KSEC is a leading provider of collaborative supply chain management services for uh, CPG companies. Um, I've personally been in the logistics and supply chain industry for over 17 years, uh, and in technology and web development uh, in particular for over 20. We're always looking forward and always in tune with technology advances to incorporate that into our you know, improvement process, and, and blockchain is one of those things that it's it's in in the news. It's out out there, and we're looking at it, trying to understand it a little better, trying to see where the advantages will be, and, and how to use it, you know, efficiently, um, and within our you know work. Excellent, wonderful. Uh, so why don't we start off with what is blockchain? How do you explain blockchain to your grandmother? Uh, that's a good one. <laughs> it's a, it's an interesting challenge because I've been reading a lot of, of I guess blogs and posts that try to explain the, the underlying technology and the details of blockchain in plain English, but it's, it's, it's hard to succeed on that because it's, it's so complicated and there's so many pieces that try to explain each one in English makes sense, but when you try them together, then it's a kind of losing battle. My best success, I guess, has been trying to explain it to my 10-year-old daughter. So I can use that as an example. Uh, and I've tried to explain her more than what it is or how it works. It's really what it does. Um, an example I use is uses the concept of time, right? So I, I, I uh, we were again ready to have dinner, and I asked her, "How does she know what time it is?" And she told me, "Well, it's 6 p.m. because the microwave says 6 p.m., the alarm clock says 6 p.m., and the toaster oven says 6 p.m." I mean, that's a, a good you know explanation from her. Why is it 6 p.m.? Something abstract. Uh, so I asked her, "Is like, what if I change the microwave to say 7 p.m.? Would it make it 7 p.m.?" Um, of course, she, she didn't like that because that she loses an hour of TV or reading or anything before going to sleep. But she realized that, no, it wouldn't do it because the rest of the thing says 6 p.m. So it's, it's 6 p.m., regardless of what the microwave said. Um, so I went a little further, right, and I said, well, what if my wife and I decided that it's 8 p.m. because it's dark outside, uh, because we're all tired, because it's probably time to go to sleep, um, Again, she wasn't very happy about that because she would lose now two hours of, of fun. But she would say that she could go out there and, and verify that it was dark, right? And she felt, okay, it's dark. And, yeah, it's kind of late. We've had done everything. So she would say, well, it's, if it makes sense. You know, I can verify that it's 8 p.m. So, yeah, let's do 8 p.m. Um, and so I pushed a little harder and said, like, when, what do we do now, right? So we decided 8 p.m., but all the clocks said 7 p.m. Well, he said, we should change all of them, right? It's a great idea. We all agree that's 8 p.m. now. Let's change all of them to show 8 p.m. So I use a little bit of that example. Again, it's, it's, that example is not going to explain every nuance of blockchain. Um, and I'm sure there's plenty of holes in that explanation. 
but I was trying to put more emphasis on how blockchain uh, is, is decentralized, it's transparent, it's uncorruptible, it's a collaborative platform, right? It's, it's, that's where the value is. And, and I think we all have to make sure that we remember that, that it, besides it being a great technology and being advanced technology, the value of it is this decentralized, transparent, incorruptible, collaborative nature of it. Um, so that would be, I guess, the example I would use for somebody to understand what it means mm-hmm. rather than trying to explain the technology details of it. Right. So why don't we make this one step more tangible? Um, how is this technology already being applied across industries? Uh, and maybe if you could give a sense of which industry is the most further along um, outside of maybe finance, which is the most, which is the industry that the blockchain technology is used most in? Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, finance is, is ahead and mainly because Bitcoin and the other cryptocurrencies have been, you know, uh, out there for a while, or there are a lot of them popping up. Um, but I still believe that we're at the infancy of technology, right? Where we're ready to walk and maybe even still crawling. Uh, and a lot of money is being invested, you know, well, but still to try to find what is, what are the other practical uses of blockchain. So um, it's really hard to kind of gauge who's ahead or who's closer, I guess. Because um, there's nothing to measure against, um, but I, my impression is that asset tracking and source verification is where the most advances are being made. You know, using blockchain to track high-value items like diamonds, pharmaceuticals, or, or to prevent fraud, or to confirm provenance or certification of food for you know reassurance of responsibly sourcing, or doing recalls you know for health reasons, seem to be the the most likely broad use of blockchain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, and I think it's because it's not only for the financial benefit of it, but also for the value it brings to society as a whole. So it's a combination of those two things. There's going to be a lot of blockchain solutions out there that are going to make financial sense, or there's going to be a lot of financial uh, benefit tied to it. But if it doesn't bring value to specific industry or society in general, and they're going to have uh, some trouble getting the traction to continue and to grow. Um, so, like I said, it's like I think asset tracking, source verification, it seems to be like the most, you know, the ones that are getting more traction and, and being more advanced. Right. Um, so I guess what about logistics and supply chain operations? Then what opportunities could blockchain deliver uh, to our industry, uh, and do you maybe have any tangible uh, case studies um, of where this is actually happening now? Like I mentioned before, uh, tracking high-value items or source verification do touch heavily on supply chain, but in reality, in, in a world that you know relies heavily on commerce and trading, then everything will touch supply chain at, at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, other opportunities that are more tied to logistics or logistics-centric uh, could be payments using cryptocurrency because that that will definitely eliminate the risk of fraud. You know, eliminate tra- transaction fees, uh, all the credit risk risk evaluation that you have to go through when you onboard a new customer or an unknown customer. Um, you know, delays in fulfillment. You know, all the workload of account payables, account receivables. So, those immediate payment and immediate verification using cryptocurrency can help definitely in that side of the logistics uh, uh, world. Other one could be tracking 
and tracing of shipments in general, right? Not limited to high value items or special shipments, but in general, the full transparency over this life cycle of a shipment of an order. That transparency is, is something that kind of the industry has been struggling with for decades, and there are high hopes and, and a lot of you know talk about how blockchain can be the technology to make it finally happen. Right. Um, I guess you mentioned that there are not a lot of case studies, right, which means that there is uh, uh, maybe not resistance, but some challenges that it probably faces because of, uh, because of which that may not be the case. So what are the biggest challenges um, that the technology faces? Yeah, um, I think the, the adoption and the collaboration are, are kind of the biggest challenge and biggest threats at the same time. You know, challenges to make it happen and a little threat to risk the life of it or the, the continuum of it. Uh, that's always been a problem in the logistics industry. It's, it's something, I mean, we all want to work in transparency. We all are working hard to, to kind of share our information and, and, again, be transparent, basically. But there's still some resistance to become fully and truly public, truly transparent, truly, truly collaborative. Uh, so it's a, it's a little bit of a combination working on, on a combination of trust, control, risk aversion, fear of non-compliance, all those things we, we're going to have to work uh, more internally, really, it's not about technology, but to work on and balance carefully so we make sure that tra we take advantage of the technology and, and we don't make it not succeed because of our own fears or our own baggage that we bring from even before. Um, other big challenge, and, and this one kind of goes beyond logistics, really, it's navigating through these times where there's a lot of players out there on blockchain, right? Mm. A lot of huge ideas, a lot of goals for blockchain. Some realistic ideas, some unfeasible, some even scary. <laughs> and like I mentioned before, we, we need to look for that balance of, of the financial benefit and the value to society uh, that makes that implementation resilient, right? So you can implement it, but what's going to make it last long or stick? Uh, we need to be very level-headed also, us in the technology world, to not jump at any opportunity just for financial gains right. uh, or its technical merits, right? It's maybe interesting, maybe the coolest thing to work on, but if, if it doesn't, you know, bring value and it's, we don't see it as being a resilient solution, then we're not going to succeed at it. And we've gone through these phases before. So it's nothing new. We, we should have learned from it by now. Right. So can you talk to me a little bit about, you know, what K-Stack is doing? What are some of the things that you're looking at in the space? Yeah, definitely. We, we are, uh, one of the things we're doing is we're partnering with ShipChain, a uh, 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 blockchain I mean, it's a company and, and cryptocurrency company. Uh, the key things or the big thing is that we're working on is uh, things that I will kind of mention. Right? Like how do we make payments via cryptocurrency? How do we make it efficient? See, how do we help people participate in that role because it, or in that world? Uh, because it will make a difference. We can see that happening there. Uh, trying to make our systems more adaptable to using blockchain or integrating with blockchain solutions. Um, same with tracking and tracing. And, and it's it's part, like I said, part is tra uh, the technology solution, but also how do we help, you know, car small carriers, large carriers, drivers themselves participate and make it easier for them to participate and to a certain degree incentivize them to participate. Because uh, that's, that's where the 
the biggest, uh, I guess, the, or I guess the shortest path to value that we can see. So partnering with ShipChain, for example, and, and, and looking at you know proof of concept or maybe some prototypes, partnering with other with other parties, being aware of of all the blockchain um, advances that are out there, uh, and just keeping in in in, in in tune with everything that's happening out there and looking for these opportunities that are, we believe are clear, we believe are, uh, like I was mentioned before, resilient, that are that we can participate in and invest in uh, our technology, our people, our time. Right, gotcha. And uh, is it the logistics providers that you work with or is it the shippers that you work with? We work with the shippers closer. So we, 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 we partner a lot with uh, truck shippers. Since we're in the consolidation world, uh, we, our biggest you know, partnership are with uh, uh, full truckload um, providers. Um, now, having said that, you have the large ones with a lot of assets. We have smaller ones, regional ones, that are a little more, more um, hands-on, I guess, and less technology-wise. Uh, we also par- you know, partner with drivers themselves when, when we have, especially like in, in today's day, a shortage of drivers and a shortage of capacity. Um, so, yeah, the, our partnership and closer partnership where we see the value is, is going to be with the uh, travel providers. Okay, gotcha. There's a lot of conversation around blockchain, uh, but it seems that, um, you know, there are two very solid camps and then a lot of people in the middle, right? There's there's one camp that feels very strongly about the use of technology uh, and the fact that it's going to be adopted and it's going to be the next big thing. Uh, and then there's another camp, which are the naysayers, right? Like this is just a fad and it's going to pass. Uh, and then there are a lot of people in the middle like myself um, where I haven't really made up my mind because uh, I may not understand it well enough um, uh, or I may not see enough tangible examples yet. What are your predictions regarding the use of the technology and its penetration commercially? Yeah, I, I personally think that you're in the right camp. <laughs> <laughs> I think with any any new technology and any advance, uh, it is the same is the same division, right? It's people that are going to put all basically all their money on this is going to be the big one. This is going to be the one that's going to change everything, and and even more than change everything is change everything quickly. Right? And, right and rapidly and from day from one day to the other uh there's the ones like you saying that will you know will cause at it and destroy it based on maybe one or two issues that can be worked on uh but there's people in the middle and i i'm in the same camp as you that well let's let's try to find the value on it let's try to understand it well and when we find a potential avenue then we'll go and run with it uh you don't want to be the one that put all the money on the 3D TV, and, but you don't want to be the one that said that you know cell, uh, smartphones or the Internet was a dying thing. Uh, so you're, you're better off being very in tune, trying to understand and be in the middle and jump at the opportunity when you see it and, 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 and there's, there's value there. So I personally think that blockchain is going to follow a similar path that machine learning, artificial intelligence is taking right now. So it's, it's very high pace kind of at the, at the beginning of the first phase uh, with a lot of money and plenty of money being invested pursuing mm-hmm. that that ultimate game-changing application of blockchain. Unfortunately, I don't think blockchain is, in general, or a particular application of it, it will be a silver bullet, right? It's not going to solve it that way. In, in fact, it won't maybe even be a bullet. It's going to be kind of slower than that. 
if we look at machine learning right now, we're starting to realize, or we're realizing already, that it use, its uses are, are less science fiction than we thought, mm-hmm. and more like a regular size, regular impact application of advanced technology, right? right. So we, we, we will see the, I think we will see the huge impact of blockchain uh, years from now. When we look back, uh, we'll see how much we've changed because of the ongoing and never-ending probably applications of blockchain technology. It's not going to be a quick sprint when the world changes overnight, but we're going to start using it more and more in smaller pieces where it makes sense. This is what happened with machine learning. We're applying it to more normal problems and day-to-day problems rather than this big, you know, world-changing, you know, news-breaking, you know, applications. So I think, like I said, we'll see it years from now how blockchain has moved us in a new direction, but we have to go past this where you can necessarily see the dramatic changes. Right. But when you look back, you'll see how much we've, we've changed our course uh, based uh-huh. on that. Fair enough. Is there any other technology that comes to mind that you would liken to blockchain where you would have thought, you know, years ago it would have been, uh, you know, in a similar predicament that blockchain is, but today we look at it as common? Uh that's a good question. I, I, I think anything to data, you know, data mining or, or, or you know, predictive analytics or, or forecasting when, when again, the, the, the thought of, hey, the technology is going to break, is going to, you know, destroy, change everything, and we miss the part of that, well, there's a human element to it. Uh, and, and this is the interesting part is uh, there, there, we have to figure out what the human element of blockchain is, right? Because it, it can make it, you know, be a huge uh, differentiator or it can destroy it, like I was mentioning before. It, mm. If you have a great solution for tracing and, tracking, but tracking and tracing, but nobody wants to participate, nobody wants to be transparent, then it's not going to succeed. Right. Um, so it, it's it's... It is that. It's a, like I said, it's a combination of technology and our, our, the human factor in it. Yep, that makes sense. And that's a good way uh, to end it as well. It's a combination of technology uh, and the human aspect. Um, thank you so much for taking out the time to speak with me. I'm definitely a little bit more smarter when it comes to blockchain uh, and definitely you know, a lot more keen to see what changes uh, and what ends up happening uh, within the industry and how the how the technology is adopted. Definitely. Now, thank you, Priyanka, for, for the time, and it's been a pleasure.